Hello, and welcome to FinTech Surge Podcast, creating a wealth of opportunities through FinTech innovations from the Middle East for the Middle East. My name is Stephen Best. I'm excited to be joined by our co-host, Alexandra. Thank you, Stephen. I'm very happy to be co-hosting the FinTech Surge Podcast with you, powered by the FinTech Surge, the region's leading FinTech festival in the Middle East and hosted by the Dubai World Trade Center alongside Jitex Global. And I'm here today with my guest, Mr. Mohamed Daoud of Moody's Analytics. How are you, Mohamed? I'm doing fine, good morning. Good morning. So before we begin, I'm gonna go uh, through a little bit of your career trajectory uh, that I was uh, reading. So you started off in the banking industry, yes. right, in Europe. Yes, uh, I started in Europe uh, in the banking and finance, yes. I, uh, I had the chance to work when I was internship in U.S. bank, yes. American bank. Mm -hmm. They liked my uh, style, mm -hmm. so they pushed me to, uh, they trained me, in fact, I, I learned banking technology and English mm -hmm. in the same bank. Okay, because you're um, a Francophone. I'm Francophone. Ah, okay. I was doing study. They, my study was, the academic study was uh, brain, okay. research, oh. and sleep, okay. and <laughs> pharmacology of the brain. Okay. And uh, they were looking for an interface okay. to handle the, as a project manager, the technology. Mm. But they didn't want to have technology savvy right. for security. Okay. You okay. know, the, yes, yes. The, okay. And, so, then, and then you moved to... Uh, Thomson Reuters. So no, then then I work in the U.S., yes. uh, U.K., Europe. Uh, I work with a large Italian bank, mm -hmm. and then I start having an identity problem because my kids didn't know they were who they are. Mm -hmm. They're French, they're American, they're Italian. Mm -hmm. So we came to the Middle East, okay. and I started in Saudi with the banking merger. Yes. Uh, and then I joined IBM in the vision called okay. Business Machine. Yes. And I was the banking and the, the uh, banking and finance, uh, how say, leader in the consulting. I okay. created the, the, uh, the consulting arm of the, and I was selling and helping the banking and the finance institution okay. in the region. Okay. Um, to, yeah, mainly technology evaluation, what is the best technology for mm -hmm. them, or the strategy around technology and process. Okay, perfect. And, and then Thomson Reuters came along. Exactly. By when doing that, mm -hmm. I step up in the regulation related to the anti-money laundering, yes. anti-terrorist financing, anti-corruption, and I helped a lot of banks. I, I, I became specialist. Yes. And then I joined Thomson Reuters okay. as a specialist of compliance. Where you pioneered in, the okay, compliance exactly. and risk uh, so for we, the Middle East and Africa. Exactly. Yes. So, I brought the team my knowledge, yes. and we had a huge success uh, mm -hmm. you know, as some Reuters related to right. solution. We were mainly selling uh, the big database mm -hmm. with uh, entities and individuals you don't need to do business with. Right, entities. Right. Okay. And now with Moody's Analytics, uh, your role is in territory and business development, correct? Exactly. In the same field, yes. which is uh, financial crime compliance, of okay. course, and um, I joined six months ago. Uh, Moody's. Oh, wow, okay. very recent. Yeah, exactly. But they hired a senior, yeah, <laughs> a very senior. Uh, absolutely, employee. yes. And we brought. Uh, I brought with me 
very key guys, specialized in the risk. Okay. A team, a very, very, uh, how say, knowledgeable, experienced team. Mm. And we are, we have already defined what should be the strategy of Moody's in terms of financial crime compliance in the region. Yes. And Moody's was a very uh, an attractive, uh, how say, way because they have an approach in the technology that are very, yeah, very cool, yes. very... Uh, they are a very reputable company. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Moody's are known in the space related to the financial risk. Anything to credit risk, credit risk in, country yeah. risk, um, the different uh, risks related to fraud, mm. all these are Moody's very high yes. credibility. Mm. Uh, also, Moody's is very known in the rating and scoring space. That's right. Okay. Yes. And this uh, business for the financial crime, the anti-money laundering, anti-terrorist financing and okay. corruption, it's, I would say, new business for, for Moody's. So when we, when we look at the products and services that you provide your clients, how does fintech come into that? Come into play? Very interesting question. Um, previously, the main provider was selling data, sanction data, yeah. or some specific data mm. to check if you are doing business with uh, entities that are sanctioned, whatever, in this space. Mm. Moody's thought and Moody's approach is with this data dumping. A lot of customers are still struggling to find out who are the real money launderers. Yes. And they have what we call a lot of investigation mm. on completely useless. So they spend their time doing what we call false positive. In yes, false positives uh, in terms of um, you know, name screening, example, right. your name compared. Um, I am li- uh, my name is listed. So <laughs> is it? Yes, my name is listed in sanction and. In the Middle East, 30% at 35% of your genuine customer mm. will have similarity in name and so yeah. So this leads to, you cannot just turn the data and leave the customers to yeah. struggle with the technology sure. to solve this problem. And this is why Moody's approach is, let's plug in mm. FinTech, mm-hmm. uh, machine learning yeah. in this search in order and let's, uh, let's uh, build an engine yes. that do the risk-based approach, remember the scoring? Yes. And by scoring the, the sanction list and by scoring the customer, then you can reduce the number of okay. false positive That's and right. the number of uh, investigation that are done on uh, yeah. completely empty. And this fintech innovation, is it in-house or do you outsource to fintech companies? No, no, we have uh, we have in-house, we have mm-hmm. a very big uh, lab de- development team mm-hmm. and uh, we are doing this for the sanction part Yes. and we are doing this for company information because right. the regulation is asking you to understand mm-hmm. who is the company, who is behind it, what is the percentage of ownership? Is this ownership, uh, is it controlled by a sanction part? Is this what you call the grid database where you find the grid database is the sanction yes. and the politically exposed people right. and adverse media, which is the bad news. So we have another database, which yes. is called uh, Orbis. Yes. And Orbis is the company uh, database. Okay. We have 450 million of uh, companies information, but you understand that Data is not enough. You need to put some intelligence, some intelligence to access and to 
play with this data. And yes. this is where the FinTech is very important. Right. So uh, in, in, in Moody's, in addition to these two data, we have acquired a FinTech mm -hmm. called Passforce. Yes. Which is just a, a few years ago. Oh no, no. Six, uh, eight months oh. ago. Oh, okay, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, we, we just so we are just launching uh, launching it in in the Middle East. It is not very very widely known, yes. but it's very very cool because it is a cockpit. How to manage the onboarding of a customer, mm -hmm. onboarding of a company by using this data, this artificial intelligence, and this this uh, QIC cockpit help you to manage the life cycle of a customer, any changes uh, if a customer is high risk then the workflow and the approval has to go through maybe two or three mm -hmm. uh, executive. If the customer is low risk, then it's go straight through processing and okay. you can open an account. All this, uh, you have to manage the data and the information about the customer, his passport copy, his yeah. trade license, all the documents that you are asking. The, in, 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 in the UAE, we ask a letter of the company mm. or somebody open an account. All this information are dumped in this type of system and the system will manage the expiry date of the document yes the system will, will manage the risk-based approach and this is the this is the latest fintech uh, the purpose of this type of technology is to automate yes somehow the onboarding process you know the covid has brought this uh, question changes, about exactly yeah. how can we onboard customer without going mm. to the branch okay. uh, how we can uh, onboard and get customer yeah. remotely yeah. or through web the, the the part that you mentioned about adverse news so your uh, software solution uh, does a screening of news we globally have. and then adverse news about a certain individual or a certain entity will be flagged is that correct exactly yeah. we have we have technology yes. that browse around the news mm. and select there is a keyword that will be selected in the article mm. and if there is a, the same article is in two three known reputable newspaper or reporting or tv then the system pick up the information right. classify it and automatically uh, index it for a research mm. analyst to read it, to summarize it, and to target what is the type. Is it a fraud? Is it financial crime in link to this? Is it uh, about money? Check. What is okay. <laughs> okay? And by categorization yes. and putting this uh, dicing and granular mm. uh, classification, then an intelligence can get in mm -hmm. and help the customer when he's onboarding Alexandra yeah. and he couldn't find you in the sanction, you are not sanctioned, yeah. you are not uh, the politically exposed yeah. and there is a business to do with you because they are, we are going to open an agent, how to say, maybe a bureau or we are going to, you will be our subcontractor mm. but then because the fact that you are not sanctioned doesn't mean you are clean, we need to check whether you have any reputation issue behind and this is where you access to this database okay. to check. Okay. But how, how does this infringe on, does it, does it infringe on a person's human rights for privacy? No, because we are only collecting public data. Okay. We are only collecting, we are not doing private investigation, no. Mm. We are, and in fact, all the data that I'm talking about are public data. Data that we are collecting mm -hmm. are first thing regulated yes. and public. 
Okay. okay. Moody's is not sanctioning entities. Mm-hmm. Moody's are going to public data by government, yes. by state. Okay. And we are taking this list of sanctions mm-hmm. and list of people they decide they are politically. Yes. The only thing what we are doing, we are consolidating this information and mm-hmm. standardizing this information okay. because this information, if the list of the US and the list of Europe right. are categorized differently, there are different institutions. So their schema, the way they, they manage this data is completely different. Exactly. We come in the middle and we serve to standardize this data to make it readable and comprehensive okay. for the customers. And does this incorporate RegTech as well? Do you we, align yourselves with the regulatory affairs of the country? You're yeah, doing? well, listen, uh, th- there is a debate between uh, FinTech, RegTech, Complete Okay. Uh, for me, I give you an example. I can consider that um, QIC platform, like mm-hmm. the Passport one that yes. we are talking, is a RegTech. Why? Because we, the, the customer is buying this type of tools and this type of fintech to comply with the regulation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, anything linked to compliance from an anti-money laundering, anti-terrorist financing. It's not your call. You are not doing that to make mm-hmm. money or to uh, gain money or to lose less money. Right. You are doing that to mon- to to follow up right. and a regulation to okay. to obey and to 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 comply with the regulation. Okay. Therefore, this is our tech. That's true. Uh, I, so yeah, that's that's true. It is. I give you an example of what we are doing in Moody's. We are uh, having. Uh, a solution, a partnership mm. solution that we evaluated mm. for transaction monitoring. What is transaction monitoring is the regulator is saying, once you onboard your customer, mm-hmm. okay, uh, good, you, you, you check him and everything and you are checking the names, okay. Once you onboard, we still have money launderer and we still have fraudulent mm. and uh, terrorist financing guys yes. doing business that they are not known. And you ask the regulator, but what do you want me to do as a financial institution? Oh, why don't you analyze all the transactions of your customer? Yes. Get a trend, and from this trend do investigation, mm-hmm. and then maybe you find that something is fishy. So you and then future, you report it. Exactly. Future probability. Help us to find the future yes. guy in the list. So it's not so much about an entity's uh, history. It's more about the probability of what will happen in the future. Very good question, because today mm. we are taking, if I take, Alexandra, your five years past in the bank and I analyze your account, I can build your profile. Yeah. I know what is the money coming, where, how many transfers you are making, where is, is your spending. I can have a very good profile. It's very similar to what Facebook and Google were doing when they were tracking who are the consumer doing, yeah. okay? Yeah. So this is what we call a profile. Yeah. Transaction monitoring here work a very similar. Mm. So we are implementing a FinTech or RegTech or technology in the banking to yeah. automatically check what you are doing. The system is warehousing every day your transaction and the system is looking back what Alexandra have done this six months or one year right. compared to last year. Is it the same? Is Alexandra sending money to high-risk countries mm. from ha- for, to how many, how many people? Is she receiving money from a different country? This right. is not a trend. When you receive money, you receive money always from the, almost the same source. Right. So this type of uh, pattern, pattern mm. so far, was only built 
on half fat, which is your transaction, mm -hmm. maybe your account. The new fintech, they, we are mixing the structured data transaction mm -hmm. with unstructured data, yeah. emails, okay. Facebook, okay. Um, uh, how to say, uh, your social media. Why? Because you can say, I am this company, I am trading, I am the furniture, I am doing the trading in furniture and uh, exporting and importing furniture, good. And then your social media show that, no, you are in pharmaceutical or you are in chemistry or okay. you are in, in agriculture fertilizer. Well, this is not exactly what you, how you declare. And uh, your, the concept of KYC, you know, know your customer, I think Moody's Analytics has really packed that down perfectly because you end up knowing, uh, you know, everything about, about the company uh, that you want to deal uh, with. About absolutely. And our leitmotiv today is, can we move a little bit and can we develop this concept, which is don't, not only you should know your customer, but mm -hmm. it is better to know your money launderer. Mm -hmm. yes. So therefore, you can eliminate mm. 80 to 90% of genuine customer mm. that you are suspecting for nothing. The FinTech today are allowing one approach, which is before suspecting the customer, mm -hmm. can you suspect the data that you are analyzing mm -hmm. to suspect this customer? Yes. And Interesting. you cannot do it humanly, it's impossible. Right. You have to have a fintech to do that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so your role in business development, what are some of the strategies that you're using for this region? Well, listen, first thing, I have been in the region for more than 20 years. Mm -hmm. I've been in this uh, anti-money laundering, anti-tariff financing last 20 years. Mm -hmm. And we are, uh, how say, uh, we know very well what are the pain of the customers and what we are trying to do is we are trying to help the customer going from this silo solution and process to solve mm -hmm. in more integrated way because the customer is one and the customer risk is one. You cannot see the customer from a different system mm -hmm. and different facets and you cannot make sense of it because yes. Um, we in the compliance we are um, in the banking 20 30 years ago when I started when I was a student um, we had credit department having their own system and process mm -hmm. the treasury with their own system and process right. the accounting the branches and slower and slower this, this technology start evolving and we have an integrated yes. core banking we are exactly in, at this uh, verge, at this uh, uh, situation with the compliance. 10, five, 15 years ago mm -hmm. and 10 years ago, the solution was scattered. Right. And today, an average large bank, uh, UAE or mm -hmm. in Qatar or mm -hmm. in Kuwait mm -hmm. or in Saudi, are dealing with five to six vendors only for the compliance. Oh, okay. So the idea, and the customer is one. Right. They're checking on the same customer. So why can't we have technology mm -hmm. that allow this integration okay. and deduplication of the process mm -hmm. and therefore more integrate, integrated process and we are seeing the fintech coming with that. Yes. And why fintech? Because you know if the bank have instead invested a million dollars in all technology, mm -hmm. they have tendency to keep them for the next 10 years because they want to 
yes. or thiazine. So we see that a lot in the neobanks. Right. You, you know the uh, new uh, the new uh, uh, mobile uh, payment, the remittance companies. Mm -hmm. This technology allow a, a full integration between the QIC, the mm -hmm. transaction monitoring, the payment, the more uh, how to say integration of integration all. view, yes. and then for okay. you have very good. 360 view mm -hmm. for the customer and you don't have a different uh, uh, perspective from the risk related to uh, this uh, yes. regulation. Do you find resistance from your clients into moving to the next generation of fintech uh, solutions? Yes, mm. yes, oh, and it's uh, logic, it's normal, customer, uh, human hate uh, Change. changes, mm. uh, so, and we like routines. Yes. Okay, so, uh, we you need to so we need to see that the fintech for example are more and more on small institution a lot of financial but this is coming go coming i would say gradually i give you an example a few years back maybe 10 15 years or 20 uh, thinking about outsourcing your it was inconceivable yeah. in the region. today is almost a no yes okay uh, we were talking about cloud for the last five years. Mm. We have a huge resistance, but sometimes the resistance is coming from the regulator because some countries, they say, you cannot get the data outside the country of ah, your customer. Okay. But in the same time, there is contradiction because I can tell you that 90% of the bank, when they do your credit card, this information is sent outside to, to Visa, to okay. uh, different... Uh, so. Uh, the some legislation are how to say slowing down mm. this going to fintech mm. cloud today is yeah. many many countries understand the cloud mm. but today I give you an example uh, most of the countries say cloud but it has to be national cloud I want I don't want to have a cloud in That's the UK global. or US globally yeah which is uh, logic yeah so uh, but uh, the resistance is mainly this is the first resistance the second resistance in the reality in the compliance space three years or five years mm. you are already uh, amortizing your system it's became a legacy mm. so you will more almost need to change technology and to evolve with technology every three to five years mm. while the banks their legacy they have tendency to do that every 10 years okay. so this is make it difficult to scrap everything and to start yes. with the new technology I, I see that you won an award for best use of AI and fintech at the uh, Global Achievement Awards for yes. AI last year. We were very pleased because uh, this means that our uh, approach to try not dump data, I'm mm. talking about sanction, yes. to the customer, he put it in his server and then he used his own technology to make sense of it. Right. Uh, we, uh, we, we, you guide them through the we, whole way. Exactly. Yeah. So we are providing we are taking more liability. We are providing the data and the technology that can read this data. Mm -hmm. So therefore helping the customer saying, data is not enough. We are classifying the data. Yeah. We are consolidating this data. Mm -hmm. We are, uh, how to say, uh, uh, scoring this data. Mm -hmm. So it's better that we put some kind of intelligence yes. in order to help you to manipulate and to manage this data. And this is what we are doing. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud yeah. uh, with this approach because it's a new next step. It is a new approach mm. and it solves a problem that most of the customer in the region think 
it's normal to have 35 to 40% manual investigation on crime. No, it's not normal. Okay. It's not, some, something needs to be changed. Uh, and the FinTech and the, uh, the, uh, the artificial intelligence, the machine learning, help to solve this type of uh, problem mm -hmm. uh, very accurately, frankly. Okay. It's, a, it's an impressive like, technology. My last question to you as we are reaching the end of this podcast, how do you perceive the next 10, 20 years in terms of banking, fintech, again, um, a very, digital transfer? Again, a very good question. Yes. In Moody's, we are the champion of predictive analytics. Yes. And we are very good in that, in the financial risk. Yes. I am pretty sure that we will be working very soon, Moody's and other players, in predictive financial crime. Okay. Let me, and this is my own experience and my own, uh, how to say, opinion. Mm. Why? Because when we were allocating loans, credit to people mm -hmm. in many, many countries today, we check a referral database for the scoring. Yes. We say his age is this, he has two kids, he's doing that, how, how many is spending he can, are, are he's going to uh, reimburse the yes. loan in question, and we call this a, a risk scoring or credit scoring. Risk scoring. In the yeah. US, there is a big data for that. So we are the US, you almost have today, maybe 60 to 70 years of this data mm -hmm. to check and to benchmark the trend that you were talking right. as, a, as a behavior. Right, so the future. So the future in the, this space, why can't we, if I take 10 years of your behavior mm -hmm. and your, uh, how to say, your financial spending, mm -hmm. the way you, you, uh, you are using I'm only talking about the financial sector, for right. example, your bank. I should be able to predict. Financial crime in yes. the future. Yes, because two things. There will be consolidation of this business. There will be a big player like a telco taking a big, big, uh, how to say, uh, portion of the population as a customer, wallet, uh, uh, financial services. And therefore, if you take the average telco company or this type of new fintech, they might be handling 30, 40, 50 million, 100 million. Mm -hmm. So we have, we are already seen in Africa, some of the telco providing financial services having 400 million customers. So I can ask you, if today you are having 1 million customers or 4 million, and you are struggling to do KYC mm -hmm. and to uh, assess the how say the the behavior of customer from a financial crime. Mm. How can you do it for four hundred million customers? And in the future, you can do transaction with a fraction of second from mobile to mobile. Yes, and not to mention the blockchain. Thank you. So the question here is. Then I believe we are going to combine the different technology. You were just mentioning blockchain. Blockchain, in my opinion, will be very, very useful for the QIC. Why? Because today we are spending and you are spending your life 
login and authentication yourself. Mm -hmm. You change application, you log in, you authenticate. Right. You go to the bank, you have to authenticate. Mm -hmm. You go to the uh, uh, government, any any services, you have to do authentication. You spend your life authenticating yourself. That's true. Imagine through blockchain mm -hmm. to have your unique number, which is worldwide. Therefore, will there be that transparency? No, no problem. Yeah, I think I believe it will be no okay. problem. What we are doing in the customs when we are flying, mm -hmm. we are authenticating ourselves. Yes. So I believe personally that mm -hmm. this technology will be more used to identify and for the ID. And the second thing, we are going to run predictive, which is uh, let me just uh, assess what is your age, what is your business from which sector. And I go to this big database and I check your peers mm -hmm. and then I can do some kind of uh, projection. Yes. And so I strongly believe that That's predictive financial crime is going to be uh, uh, one of the solutions mm. for this type of uh, analytics in the future. Fantastic. Mohamed, thank you so much. It was such an insightful discussion and uh, I wish Moody's Analytics the best of luck in the Middle East. Thank you very much.